You're listening to the Whole Vineyard Podcast. To find out more about the Whole Vineyard Church, go to wholevineyard.co.uk. Good evening, everyone. So good to see you all on this special evening. Let me begin with a story of two soldiers. One day, these two soldiers in World War I crawled from their foxhole with the rest of their unit an attack on the German forces. After a valiant fight, the order was given to retreat. Only one of the two friends returned to the trench. The other had been hit by German gunfire and was lying about 50 yards out of reach. Against his commanding officer's orders, the other soldier crawled out of the ditch to go find his fallen comrade. Hugging the ground and dodging enemy bullets, he worked his way across the bloody corpse-littered ground until he finally located the friend he sought. Finding him semi-conscious, they were left with only a few seconds together before he died. When the man returned to the trench with the body of his soldier friend, the ranking officer flew into a rage for this flaunting of his order. Was it worth it for you to risk your life? He said, absolutely, sir. Because when I turned him over... He looked up at me and said, I knew you'd come. Now for those who have found faith in Christ, they can say of their Savior, I knew you would come. For every single person, these amazing people who are getting baptized this evening, they have said about this Jesus, I knew that you would come. You came for me. I was lost And now I am found. So what are they doing here tonight? You see, baptism is a teaching aid. Baptism is an object lesson. Baptism is a physical analogy of a profound spiritual reality. Yes, baptism is a sacrament. Yes, baptism is a symbol. Yes, baptism is an act. But more than that, it is a drama so significant and so powerful. It is a dramatization of a scripture we read in the book of Romans chapter 6, where it says this, Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like this. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again, Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life 
and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. So what we're experiencing here this evening are people who have experienced this on the inside spiritually, and now tonight they are publicly and externally on the outside demonstrating this truth through baptism. And we see this the journey uh, through the drama of baptism. First of all, they go under. They go under the water. And as they go under the water, it symbolizes that when Jesus died on the cross and was buried for our sin, we too, in putting our trust and our hope and our faith in Christ, that we have been united with him in his death. It is the drama of the cross. It is the drama of the crucifixion, the glory and the wonder of the cross. Our old self has been crucified. The old has gone. Our sin has been placed upon Christ, washed and cleansed by Jesus and his death in our place. And our sin remains down there under the water, so to speak, on that cross and buried with Christ. And then they come out of the water. They come out of the water. And this is the drama of the resurrection. The old has gone, the new has come, we've been raised to new life, a new way of living, raised with him to have eternity with God. God looks at you and now sees Christ. We put our trust, we put our faith in what Jesus has done for us, we become born again. We are a new creation, we are a new person now following Jesus. And that's the heart behind Romans 6, this incredible text, this incredible passage. If you get the drama and the wonder of this, you will be now forever changed. Life will be completely different. It says, now go and live for God. In light of this, go and live for him. Go and count yourselves alive to God. Go and now offer every part of you, not just some parts of you, but every part of you, your heart, your mind, your bodies, your belongings, your passions, your choices, your relationships, your work, everything, offer those things to him as an instrument of righteousness. In other words, don't stay living under the water. Don't keep being a slave to sin. Paul to the church in Colossae, Colossians Chapter 3 puts it brilliantly. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, non-earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. You have been raised now with Christ. You are the righteousness of God. Therefore, go and live right for him with everything that you have. So tonight, baptism is an outward drama, modeling the drama and the power of what has happened and is happening in our hearts. We're dying with him, we're buried with him, we rise with him, we're immersed into him. And though Romans 6 is not referring to water, it is water 
baptism that symbolizes that spiritual, profound reality. For those of you getting baptized this evening, God is so for you. He's so for you. He loves you. And you are doing something that's so countercultural today. Standing up for Jesus in front of this church, in front of this world, and most importantly, in front of Him. As we live for the audience of one, and saying, Look, I'm willing to pay the price today, willing to be publicly identified with my Jesus. That's why you see in the Bible the frequent connection between believing and being baptized. You didn't get unbaptized believers. It's not that being baptized makes you a Christian, but in the Bible, those who got baptized were really so serious about their faith, often because of the cost of publicly following Christ, often in terms of persecution. Let me just close with a, a story. I love this story. It's about a proud, arrogant businessman that everybody knew. He's a straight-talking Yorkshireman, man after my own heart. He's the master of his own destiny and champion of his own decisions, had his, his house, his cars, everything testified to it. And somebody led him to faith in Christ. And as they prepared him for baptism, and they said, you know, we have baptismal robes. It's not something we do in this church, but they have baptismal robes, and you come and you change at six o'clock and you put these on and all the other things. And he said... Forget the robes. I'm wearing a three-piece suit. The minister said, don't use a three-piece suit. You'll destroy it in the water. And he said, that's exactly what I want to do in the water. Because my three-piece suit is as much a symbol of my arrogance and my pride and my endeavor and everything that I am. So please baptize me in my three-piece suit. And they did. Buried and raised a new man. As a result of the water, no. There's nothing special about the water. I mean, it's a nice hot tub, I think from home base or Lidl. There's nothing holy about the water. It is a result of the transforming grace of Christ to which the water pointed to. Philippians 3.16 says this, live up now to what you have attained. I want to say to you getting baptized, you've attained so much, not because of our good works, not because of anything we've ever done, but purely by the scandalous mercy and grace and the love of Jesus. You've attained an inheritance where it cannot perish or be spoiled. You've received the good news of the gospel, but the gospel is Christ. You've received him. He is your reward. He is your inheritance. He is your everything, a relationship with God himself. This is what you've attained. Now live up. Press on. Run the race. Exert yourself with passion, leave here today saying, I will do everything that I can for his sake and for his glory.
for his fame and for his renown. He first loved you. He chose you. And in response, we love him and we choose him every single day with our decisions and choices to follow him. We want to baptize you tonight. We want to also spend time praying for you and for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We can do nothing without that power that comes from the Holy Spirit to live this life in this world. Let's pray. Father God, once again we commit every single person who has been baptized, who are actors, as it were, in this drama this evening. But Lord, we know the one who is the main actor, and it's you, Jesus. It's all about you. And so, Lord, may they grasp in a new way just how wonderful, how awesome you are, how sovereign you are, how you have a plan and a purpose for them, that your heart is for them, that you are there to comfort them, to counsel them, to guide them, that they can put their trust in you even in the darkest of days. They can trust you with everything. Lord, fill them with power from on high. And for those of us here this evening who need, we just need a fresh start. We need to turn over the page. We need, we need saving. We know that nothing in this world can save us, but we know that in Christ you came and that you'll come for us if only we reach out and pray and say, Lord, I am willing. I need you. Wash me clean of my past. And Lord, for those who you're speaking to and whispering to and knocking on the door of their heart this evening, would you, by your grace, call people home and into the wondrous glories of a relationship with you and a future eternity with you? In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Whole Vineyard Podcast. We would love to connect with you and welcome you home to church. To find out more, go to wholevineyard.co.uk forward slash connect. And stay up to date with all that is going on in the life of our church. Go to wholevineyard.co.uk forward slash church news and sign up for our weekly mailing. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you soon.